This episode of the CPA Reviewed Podcast is brought to you by my company, Ninja CPA Review, where you can get all Ninja materials under our new Ninja monthly plan for one low monthly price, which is cheaper than a cup of coffee per day. And Ninja Monthly works with any CPA review course, or it can be used standalone for standalone study. So if you like your course, you can keep it. If you hate your course, well, you can ditch it and go 100% Ninja. And the best part, there is no commitment. So this is not a financing plan. So Ninja is the only monthly plan that lets you walk away after one month, no questions asked, for any reason whatsoever, Every other monthly plan out there locks you into at least $1,500 to $3,000, and you can't walk away. So, But with Ninja, you can. And if you try it, and if you hate it, hey, shoot me an email. I will refund your money. And so there's literally no reason not to become a Ninja right now. So right now, this very second, hit pause and go to another71.com forward slash Ninja, and then sign up, and then hit play, and then listen to the rest of the podcast. Now, after you sign up, shoot me an email, jeff at another71.com. That's jeff at another71.com. And let me know that you listened to the podcast and became a ninja. And I promise I will reply. And while you are shooting me an email, tell me your story. I want to hear it. Okay, that's it. Hit pause. Go sign up to be a ninja. Shoot me an email. And I will see you in the dojo. The following is general advice only and should not be construed as accounting, legal, or any other professional advice. The details of your situation are fact-dependent and you are advised to seek the help of a competent professional. And we are live. What is happening, everyone? Welcome back to another action-packed edition of the Another 71 Podcast. As always, I'm your humble host, Jeff Elliott, a licensed CPA in the state of Kansas by the grace of God and to the chagrin of many, and the number is growing daily. Welcome to episode 87. If you have a question for the podcast, you can go to another71.com and click at the top nav, Ask Jeff. Or if you are a member of the dojo, you can hit me up anytime and get a priority response. Um, I'm capitalistic like that. And you can hit me up on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram here and, <laughs> here and there. I'm not as cool as the kids with the Instagram, but I'm working on it. So to start things off, Eric writes in, what are your thoughts on CPA practice exams? Helpful or a waste of time? All right, so let me say this so that I am abundantly clear. CPA practice exams are a gigantic waste of time, and here's why. First of all, the AICPA doesn't grade, so a 75 is not a 75%. Um, just anecdotally, I think a 75 is kind of like a B plus, A minus, all right? And so there's that. So you score a 75% on your practice exam, what does that tell you? Not much. And the, uh, so your average practice exam is what, four hours? So that's four hours of answering questions and getting no feedback, okay? So you have to go to the end of the practice exam and then see what your answers were and why this one was right and why this one wasn't or whatever. And so how long is that gonna take you, an hour? 
to go back through the answers. And so you've just wasted like five hours of study time when, when you could have sat down and knocked out five hours of intensive bonds or whatever and, and, and in study mode and get the immediate feedback. And I think that you're a lot better off. So if you score 90 on your practice exam, you have some, probably some false confidence. I hate practice exams. People who recommend that people do practice exams, not a fan of it. So uh, I know some people love practice exams, but again, I think CPA practice exams are a gigantic waste of time, and I hope I am abundantly clear on that. All right. Maglena writes in, and I, there's a 100% chance that I will butcher some names here. Hold on, let me drink some uh, truck, stop wa truck stop water. Okay. Hi, Jeff. I just got back from my BEC exam and I wanted to cry. I felt like I knew the material and understood the questions, but I didn't have enough time for the sims. I need to work on a strategy for next time. Long story short, my original plan was to sit for BEC in late July and then start studying for regulation and then set for regulation in November. Now I feel like I might have to retake BEC since I am a member here, Ninja Monthly member. Um, can I switch now to reg and then September switch back to BEC? Or would you recommend that I keep studying for BEC since I feel like, since I have that feeling about the Sims? My original plan was to sit and pass BEC and start taking reg and take reg at the beginning of November, but I'm so bummed now. Okay. Um, so when you take an exam and you feel like you bombed it and you don't know if you should keep studying for, the, for that exam or move on, I always recommend that people move on and here's why. Uh, first of all, you're going to possibly spend weeks until you get your scores back and so you're kind of in limbo for, for a few weeks. That's a few weeks of lost study time if you just kind of wait. Um, secondly, even if you score a 74 on BEC, you're not quote a few like a point away um, you're 75 points away so when you took your exam you were exam ready and now if you walked in and took BEC just off the street you'd score what 62 I mean there is a significant short-term memory component to taking the CPA exam and so it's really important to um, to start over from scratch. So if you fail, start over from scratch. And that is why people who like miss one point and go in like cram or whatever for a week, then they end up doing worse. And it's because people who cut corners on a retake often do worse. And I highly recommend that people start from scratch. And so in your case, you would need to study from, for BEC from the very beginning, as awful as that sounds. So in your case, I would jump into regulation uh, full force. And on, uh, on Facebook Live, Steve says, hello. Hey, Steve. Hey. Okay. <clears throat> Jeremy says, what is the difference between Audit Plus videos and the Audit Hotspot videos? Okay. Um, so Ninja CPA Review, my company, um, acquired the BISC CPA Review assets from Thomson Reuters in uh, late 2016. And along with that came their entire video library, and they have their they have their their BISC CPA review videos, <clears throat> and I just stuck that in um, to the Ninja family, and I call it Ninja Plus. It's Ninja Plus <laughs> stuff that wasn't Ninja, and then 
along with that is their entire hotspot video library. And so if you take all of the Ninja Plus videos, like the former BISC videos, and then all of the BISC hotspots, and you, <laughs> I have screenshots of their old website. If you add up all that stuff, um, it's like five grand <laughs> worth of stuff. And I just threw it all into Ninja Monthly, and it's uh, 67 bucks a month, pardon the plug. And uh, it's like, sorry, not sorry. Um, and so what's, what's the difference between the two? They are mostly the same. Now, in, for, for regulation, um, Bob Manette does not teach very much of regulation in the plus videos, if any. But he has several hotspot videos, and uh, people really like Bob Manette. So um, he is in the, in the Ninja hotspots, but not in the plus for regulation. He teaches a lot in the far plus, in the far hotspots, odd plus, odd hotspots, and BEC plus and BEC hotspots. So the hotspots are, they, they kind of drill down into a topic. They're mostly the same, um, I'm, but I just threw them in there so people can figure out, I mean, they're completely different recordings, but people can figure out um, if they like them or not. <laughs> Hello, Dave Reiser. All right. James says, hoping you could answer a question I had for regulation. I'm taking the exam at the end of next month and notice some of the practice questions for my CPU review course that the, that the gift tax ex exclusion they referred to is $15,000, which is the 2018 exclusion. I was under the impression that 14K would be the exclusion that's attested in 2017 or 2018. Can you confirm this? Thanks. Okay. So, Normally, this far into 2018, past July, we, we would be taking, studying the 2018 tax law. But since tax reform came out, the AICPA punted to the beginning of 2019. So at the beginning of 2019, they're going to start testing 2018 tax law. And so really what that means is in 2018, like we are now, from July through December, uh, we will actually be studying 2017 tax law. And I reached out to the AICPA about like inflation adjusted amounts and stuff like that. And what they told me was essentially you are going, you, you will be given all of the relevant information that you need in your question. So um, not to worry about it. But if your review course has 2018 amounts, you might want to call them up and say, hey, that ninja guy said you might want to look at it. So <laughs> tell him I said hi. All right. Jason Leach. <clears throat> okay, going to the another71.com form. Oh, yeah, sorry. Corey writes in. Hi, Jeff. I'm getting all distracted by uh, people who are my friends in real life actually watching my It's like My two worlds are colliding here. Okay. Okay. Corey says, hi, Jeff. Is the monthly subscription the only way to purchase the product now, or can we purchase the individual items? So we used to have eight products and several different price points. And basically what we did was we moved from, so life is better when life is simple. So we moved from eight products down to one. And um, so basically the $1,300 package is, is now $67 a month, but it's not a payment plan. You can join one month, download stuff, use stuff, and then cancel and be on your way. And so we just wanted to simplify 
the, the, the product line and also simplify the pricing and simplify the buying decision because it should be a no-brainer. It's like $1,300 worth of materials, $67 a month. And so um, you can study for FAR one month and switch to auditing the next month, whatever. Try to be really flexible. But, and so essentially for $67, the price, the old standalone price of the Ninja Notes, you get uh, the Ninja Book, Ninja Audio, Ninja MTQ and Sims, the Ninja Flashcards, Ninja Plus videos, and for the, so for the price of the Ninja Notes, you get everything. So people seem to really love it. So um, that's always a good thing. I have been unpopular before. <coughs> go into the another71.com forum, and if you need study help, <clears throat> you can always go to the another71.com forum. Um, since I launched this little thing back in 2009, we've had over half a million posts, which is pretty crazy. So you can always go to the search box, and you'll likely get an answer to your question. So um, <clears throat> Annie Atver. I'm, always, I'm terrible with pronouncing foreign names. I'm terrible with pronouncing <laughs> forum names. I am updating my resume. <clears throat> How do I reflect that, if at all, that my CPA license is in progress? Okay, if you go to LinkedIn, you'll see a lot of people say, um, like, Joe Smith, CPA candidate. That's one way to do it. Um, under, so at, at the bottom, like under like licenses, licenses or whatever, you can say, I'm currently studying for the uniform CPA exam. Um, if you have good scores, I would post your scores. If you don't, I'd just say which, which sections you have passed. I was in the latter category. And uh, just make it real clear that you're not a CPA. Like, don't, don't put Joe Smith, comma, CPA pending. Like, like, it's like, it's binary, either uh, one or the other. So yeah. There's no gray area there, or you might get a nasty gram, or worse, from your state board of accountancy. So that's how I do it. Mature on the forum says, regulation in 15 days, is it possible? I work for a big four firm, and I'm in my promotion year. I had initially passed two parts, but lost them and wanted to take them. I've tried to motivate myself back, but my NTS for re regulation expires in August, but I'm honestly not ready. I closed out an engagement and started to have time to study any tips, tricks, or chapters to focus on. Um, regulation in 15 days, is it possible? Uh, yeah, it's, it's possible. It's not the best case scenario. I passed auditing, studying for two weeks, not because I'm crazy smart, but because I'm uh, crazy lazy sometimes, and I, <laughs> and I, I procrastinated. So um, I did pass auditing for uh, studying in two weeks. It can be done. Regulation might be a different kind of beast because tax is tough. For some reason, auditing just really clicks for me, and um, I don't know why. But I mean, with regulation, you have the tax, like 60% tax, 40% business law and ethics and all that. It is possible. If I were, if I were going to do it, I would um, get through the concepts in five days, so your, your book or your videos in five days. I would get through the nonstop multiple choice in five days, and then I would review for five, you know, four or five days, give or take. So concepts of five days, multi so concepts plus notes for five days, multiple choice plus notes for five days, and then and then review. And it's not ideal; it can be done. 
uh, and then any tips, tricks to focus on. I mean, obviously you need to focus on everything, but that's the generic cop-out answer. Uh, if, if, if you're going to do like one last review, like a couple hours before your exam, I would hit individual tax, I would hit um, property transactions, like like-kind exchanges, and, um, and then like a random business law topic like agency law. And I don't know, maybe, maybe, the, maybe it's because um, individual tax is obviously a really important topic on the CPA exam, kind of like um, cornership, uh, partnership and corporate tax basis. Those are really important, so you know that. But an area that always tripped me up was like-kind exchanges, and I scored back-to-back 74s because I kind of refused to study it, and then I did study it, and then I scored a 92. And so, um, and that's with or without a, a, a liability swap. <clears throat> so, and then agency law, it just, I don't know, it just always feels like every other business law question is about agency law. So anyway, I hope that's helpful. There we go. Had some technical difficulties there. Going back to the form, um, college athlete to CPA says, anyone else put off the ethics test? I don't know what my problem is. I just need to do it as I've passed all my exams and I have my, I have my manager sign off for hours, but I still have anxiety even if it's basically a take-home open book test. That's in all caps. I'm just so scared and scared due to the CPA exams, even though this is a joke compared to those. I do not want to fail. <laughs> okay, so yeah, the ethics ex exam, it is open book, um, but here's the thing. It's a complete pain in the butt. And uh, you have to score like, so how it works is you enter in all of your stuff and then you hit like submit. And then you have to score like a 90. And if it, if you don't, it says, eh, it's like try number one of three. Well, so then it says like you're at 86%. So you have to go through all of your questions one by one and like, okay, is this the one that, eh? And so I, I got it after the second submission, thankfully. How I did it was <clears throat> I, I passed the CPA exam and then I spent like, you know, it wasn't, it was like the Wednesday before Thanksgiving and like no one was, was in the office. So go someplace, go someplace completely boring like the office and just knock it out. And it'll probably take you about four hours. So just go do it. Go spend a Saturday or a Sunday and knock it out. Marcus on Twitter, I was just thinking about my CPA journey and I, com I completed three years ago. I wanted to give you a huge thank you for your forms and testing software and I likely would have given up the journey if I hadn't come across your site. So thank you, Marcus. And it's obvious why I included this. <laughs> if you want to guarantee that your question or comment makes it to the podcast, send me a compliment. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a surefire way to get in. Lauren writes in, I'm struggling to, sit, to stay motivated and study. I think I need to find a live CPA course to attend and study where I have to show up even if online. I was let go from my job because they found someone to replace me who had the CPA, which do you think would be, which you would think would be a huge motivator, but I'm struggling with the self-study. Not a fan of live courses because just logistically you have to get up, drive, walk in, wait for the instructor to show up, and then oftentimes they hit play on some video. And so I think really what you're looking for is accountability. And um, like, if you want accountability and some, some study buddies, uh, go to the, the uh, dojo 
um, study groups. And you can try it for free. Go to another seven, hey, look at that, another71.com forward slash free and uh, use the free trial of, of Ninja. And you can check out the Dojo study group for free. You'll, you'll quickly figure out if, uh, if the Dojo is for you. The, the study groups have kind of taken on a life of their own. There's, I mean, you can do private messaging in there and it's like, I'm not even in control anymore. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty active in there, it's pretty cool. So yeah, try it out for free. Jarvis on Facebook, I need advice on how to attack taxation for corporations, partnerships, and trusts. Any suggestions? Uh, well, tax for corporations, partnership, partnerships, and trusts are obviously areas that people kind of freak out about. about. And uh, for good reason. I mean, it's, it's tough material. But how you attack it is no different than how you would attack like contracts or whatever. And so um, really what you're looking for, Jarvis, is the framework on how to attack the material. Go to another71.com forward slash pass. So it's like that, but it's pass. <laughs> and it will redirect to um, my framework on how to, on how to study. Step by step, it's the Ninja framework. Nail the concepts, intention notes, non-stop multiple choice questions, just rewrite your notes and then it all comes together. But it breaks down how to do that with your current study materials or with Ninja or, so your current study materials only or with Ninja or only or Ninja plus your study materials, however you want to do it. But, I mean, really how you tackle corporate tax, partnership tax, trust tax is the same thing as same methodology for any other um, area. Joe Pixie on YouTube. I just signed up for Ninja Monthly and upon cracking <clears throat> open the far book, I got like whiplashed into fear or for never pat or never passing this test. I took a week to settle my mind, but I am terrified and I can't seem to start. The plus videos make me feel better, but I still don't know how to overcome the fear of failure. I believe in your study system, but I am so scared of spending the time and money on tests and never making it. I thought I'd share. Okay, so that's common. Like, people have this anxiety of failing the CPA exam. And uh, so, and for good reason, because like 25% of the people who take the CPA, of the CPA exam pass the first time. And so, a lot of people fail. So, and 50% of everyone walking into any, 50% of the people walking into FAR are going to fail it. So. It's understandably why people have understandable why people have anxiety, but here's the thing: the only way to overcome anxiety is to actually build confidence. And the only way to build confidence is just to roll up your sleeves and get to work. So follow the L plan: early, lunch, late. And it just happens to be the first three letters of my last name. Isn't that convenient? Get up early. So get up an hour early and study for an hour. And then as you're driving to work, listen to the Ninja Audio. You can knock out, if your commute's 30 minutes, you can knock out 30 minutes each way. That's an extra hour each day. Study at lunch for 45 minutes. So eat your sandwich or whatever at your desk for 15 minutes and then study for 45 minutes. You can stay an hour after work, do it, but a lot of people can't. You have to go pick up kiddos or whatever. Um, so you might, I mean, if you don't have kids then you can do that, but that's not feasible for everyone. And then study an hour at night. That's four hours a day. And do that like five or six days a week and 
your anxiety will go like that. You'll be just fine. Going into the <clears throat> Dojo study group, and again, if you want to check out the study group for free, go to theanother71.com. Go to another71.com forward slash free and check it out. Steven <clears throat> says, I studied for BEC for two weeks and I failed. How many weeks do you think I should study for the retake? Um, well, typically I recommend five, like four or five weeks for BEC, five or six weeks. And, uh, and so two weeks sounds pretty light, like unless you're just like pedal to the metal. And so, um, and you scored a 69. So um, two weeks is too short. Aim for five weeks. And I, I think I think the um, conceptually what you're asking is can can I take a shortcut? And the answer is no. You need to so redo everything that you did to to get that score. Plus hit your weak areas more. Um, plus um, so you're a Ninja Monthly member. If you didn't rewrite the ninja notes the first time, it doesn't say if you did or not. Make sure that make sure you do. And I would study at least five weeks for for BEC. So I tell people that BEC is like the honey badger. Um, BEC just don't care. And uh, people walk in and they stumble out. They think, okay, uh, economics, I got it. Cost accounting, I got it. IT, you know, how hard can that be? And they're just shocked that that BEC is is as hard as it is. And uh, and so don't take BEC for granted. And uh, so Casey York and um, Laura, <laughs> it's like all my real life Facebook friends are online, all four of them. I only have four friends in real life. But, and question is, what about reg? Can you be a little bit more specific? And I'm gonna hit the next question. Elena says, she's taking far. How are you incorporating the task-based simulation practice into the nonstop MCQs? I sit for FAR in August. I want to make good use of my 16 study days remaining. I read the chapters, looked at the notes, and I'll be copying notes this weekend. I'm training at a 62, which is much better than two weeks ago, but I'm getting nervous about the TBS component. All right, let's back up. You need to get that 62 trending into like the into the 80s. So like and um, and and. That's ignoring the, the TBS component. So, um, like for far, you know what your weak area is. Like governmental accounting, not-for-profit accounting, it's it's something. Bonds, like like you know what your weak point is and like what keeps you awake at night, so to speak. So you you really have to get that up into that trending up into like the 80s. Um, and then, so how do you tackle the Sims? Different people have different takes on simulations. I, you know, I am not a fan of doing it, but I've, um, I'm, I'm old and um, entrenched in my ways, but I try to be a little bit flexible here. So I used to say like 80-20, and now I'm more like 70-30 MCQ to Sims, and even though it's like 50-50 on the exam, I get it. But I would do the Sims during your um, the A that all comes together phase, and that's what I would do. The Sims. Um, if you have some extra time in the non-stop MCQ phase, that's fine. But I would 
So in your final review phase, maybe spend like a long Sunday afternoon just going after, going, it's so like four days out from your exam, just hitting your simulations. That's what I would do. So like don't ignore it, but I also don't think you should um, like majorly focus on it. <laughs> I'm scrolling. Hey, Lisa. Okay, how many weeks should I budget for regulation? Okay, how many weeks should I budget for, this is on Facebook Live, how many weeks should I budget for regulation using Wiley and Ninja? Reg is scaring the crap out of me. The details are insane. Okay, um, regulation should not scare you that bad because while the tax law, yeah, it's the tax law and it's very detailed, reg is surprisingly conceptual. And so, um, like, I personally walked into regulation only having the section 179 um, threshold and deduction amount memorized and I scored a 92. And of course, that's not because I'm smart or anything. Like, I scored back to back 74s and so, <laughs> but, um, all, like, I just say that because, like, I didn't have, like, all of the AGI phase outs memorized or, or, or anything close. Really what I did was I, I, I hit the areas that I refused to study like AMT, like who wants to study AMT? And like kind of exchanges, like it's the worst ever, but I forced myself to study them. And so don't memorize certain stuff, like, like um, don't drill down too far, like regulation is surprisingly conceptual. So I hope, I hope that alleviates some of your fears. And she says, also your beard is pointing now. <laughs> <laughs> nice, thank you. Um, <clears throat> Lisa says, <clears throat> I'm worried about I'm worried about the writing component of BEC. How do we navigate this area? I'm terrible at writing in the sense that I never know how to write. Okay, so uh, for the BEC written communication component, like you really have to, um, well, there's two ways to do it. Um, if you know the topic, so if they ask about price elasticity of demand, and so, okay, I, I remember price elasticity of demand, and basically just barf out as many keywords as you can, because it's computer graded, like, unless, like, unless, like, your test, like, sends off alerts, and the NSA gets involved, um, then, and they have a, a human grade your exam, it's, it's going to be, um, computer graded and so like they are looking for certain keywords and they're looking for misspellings and grammar mistakes so keywords misspellings grammar mistakes like focus on those get a nice little out, um, outline going just three or four like eh, two three four paragraphs and call it a day I think I think you're fine. Um, inside of the GEMCQ, you can practice your written communications as well. Hi, Lori. Okay, it's like a high school reunion. Um, Scott, Scott says, I am just discouraged. My exam is in one week, and I've been trending at 67 to 70% in the MCQ for the past few days without much improvement. I will improve in one area and fall down in another. I freaking hate this exam and I'm ready to be done. I'm exhausted from staying up so late and literally do not know where to begin getting over the 75% hump. 
I've been trying to answer lots of new questions, so I'm not memorizing answers, but I'm just pounding, just pounding MCQ is not the best way for me to learn. Anyone else get stuck and not feel like you're improving just doing more and more MCQ? I do take notes on the questions I miss. At this point, there's just so much I need to review or revisit. I don't know what to do. Moving my exam is not an option. I just don't know how people can master all this material. So Scott is taken far. And um, someone once said, it might have been me. It probably wasn't. <laughs> it feels like I said it. Um, that far is a mile wide and an inch deep. Okay, So you have to know a little about a lot of stuff. And people who drill down too far and like, like get too much in, in the weeds, I mean, you can't study bonds for four weeks and then you know, punt on uh, governmental accounting and not-for-profit. And so, um, in your case, as you miss questions, write down the little fact nugget. And it's one thing to take notes. It's another thing to actually rewrite your notes and kind of let, let them marinate in your brain. And I have yet to come across someone who said, hey Jeff, I took your advice and I rewrote my notes. Worst thing I ever did. So no one has ever said that. In fact, people are like, thank you, thank you, thank you. You've, you told me to rewrite my notes. I didn't want to. My coworker, my coworker said I was dumb. I did it. I just want to thank you. So um, if you're struggling, make sure that you, it, again, it's one thing to take notes. It's another thing to actually um, like study those notes <clears throat> and let your brain absorb them. And, Hey, everyone hates FAR, so don't be discouraged, Scott. You'll be all right. Going back to Facebook Live, what section do you recommend taking after sitting for auditing? Um, well, at the end of 20, so since we're in 2018, I would say regulation because of the tax law change. Um, and, but just in a vacuum, I would say FAR, just because you want your 18-month clock to be, to start um, well, I guess if you pass if you pass auditing, your 18-month clock is clicking anyway. But I would say um, FAR because there's a natural correlation between auditing and FAR for obvious reasons. Sticking with Facebook Live, Jessica Marie says, I found that Bob's videos, I'm talking about Bob and Nett, help me so much. They're a bit out of date, but it's amazing to understand what the terms in bond accounting means. I only have far left. Hopefully, this is the last CPA exam I will ever take. Uh, thank you. Um, yeah, Bob's Bob's videos are are, are really good, and um, and so I'm still trying to <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how to how to uh, how to keep keep them going. And um, so as more and more pronouncements get um, passed, that's more and more difficult. But as long as people still like them, I will keep offering them. So thanks, Jessica. Thanks for watching. And I, hope this, and I hope this is your last exam and the last podcast you ever listen to. Stephanie says, um, Hi Jeff, I signed up for Ninja. I would really appreciate some guidance. I'll try not to rattle your head with too much information. Bottom line, I work full time plus five kids. I passed, I know what your house sounds like. <laughs> um, I passed regulation and FAR. Clearly I didn't dedicate the right amount of study time for auditing, I failed um, a few times by a few points. 
Last year I failed BEC before they changed the exam. So now it comes down to this. I have to pass BEC and auditing both by early September or a regulation falls off and let's assume I don't know anything about BEC. And so it goes on, please help me how to break down my best route at this point. Okay, so basically you have like four weeks to take two exams. It's not ideal. You're not gonna read this as a best practice anywhere. Um, BEC, five days in the concepts, five days in the MCQ, and four days as a final review. Same for auditing. And so um, if you're watching the videos, if you're reading the book, like you have to get through it in five days. Doesn't matter where you are, eh, we're done. Five days. Um, MCQ, five days. I'd spend the first three days just drilling down into the topics one by one. And, and then after that, um, well, I guess, we, so yeah, five days MCQ, like take notes quickly <clears throat> of your fact nuggets. Then in your final review, like whatever your, your weakest topic is, um, start with your weakest topic and work backwards. And so that's a super quick, so <clears throat> it's essentially taking the Ninja Study Framework and um, just condensing it into two weeks. So a five week program into two weeks, I mean, there's no, there's no Netflix, there's no Facebook, there's no, there's no Saturday afternoon nap. Like, you, you're going to hate life for four weeks straight and then hopefully you'll be done. Jessica says, thank you, Jeff. You're welcome. <clears throat> James on Facebook Live, been out of grad school since 2012, have an MS in accounting, go Liberty U. Where should I start relearning accounting? What materials of yours should I start this journey with? I don't think you have to relearn accounting. Um, <clears throat> I've often said, and I had another CPA review instructor scold me, how dare I? If you know the difference between a debit and a credit, <clears throat> You should, be, you should be able to take your study materials and pass the CPA exam. Because the CPA exam, yes, <clears throat> it's a test about accounting stuff, but um, all of your materials, like you should be able to just learn it from there. So that's why people who, I mean, the average age of a CPA candidate is 29. It's like the, that's the, that's the, that's the mean age. Um, I think the, uh, median age is a little bit less than that. But, so your average age of CP candidate is 29. So you graduate from college when you're 24, because you're on the six year plan like me. <laughs> that's, that's like five years out of college. And so um, people that don't have an accounting background, like they were an economics major and then they got their, credit, their credits or whatever, I think you'll be just fine, just jump in. To the ninja materials, ninja book, and I think I think you'll be just fine. Hope that thoroughly answered your question. And another question: Why do I feel like ninja's reg notes are so much less than what Wiley wants me to remember? That scares me. Right now, I'm watching all the Wiley videos and then read your notes, then attempt to do the MCQs and Wiley, which I've been 40 to 100 percent. I sit down with the Sims and I choke. Um, well, the Ninja Notes are like a 30,000 foot view. If you want the 10,000 foot view that's on par with your Wiley materials, that's the Ninja book. Um, like, like the, the, the Ninja Notes are like, they're not all inclusive, but everything in the notes are definitely gonna be on your exam. So, I hope that's helpful. All right. 
we'll wrap it up here. Karina says, hey Jeff, do you think it's possible and reasonable to try and pass the FAR exam in six weeks, studying 30 hours a week? I'm worried that I may be overestimating how quickly I can get through the material and could really use some feedback. Um, yes, you can pass in six weeks. 30 hours a week is amazing. Uh, this is for FAR. Um, I would dial it back to 25 hours a week over six weeks. You try to do 30 hours a week and work full-time, it doesn't say if you're working full-time, you're going to die. <laughs> um, let's dial it back a little bit, study for whatever the math is on 6 times 25. Anyone know? 140? 150? <laughs> um, and yeah, so dial it back 6 weeks at 25 hours a week, because um, 6 weeks over 30, 30 weeks. Six weeks over 30 hours a week, I don't think you're going to last. So, um, but I think you'll be just fine. All right. Well, thank you everyone for <clears throat> tuning in. And thank you if you are listening after the fact. Thank you for tuning in as well. As always, you can go to another71.com and click in the upper nav, ask Jeff and appear on the podcast. Um, if you want to compliment me on Twitter, you'll probably get on the show. Shoot me a message on Facebook. You can go to another71.com forward slash Facebook, got 47, 48,000 of you on there. And um, so I always appreciate the likes and the love and um, I respond to my inbox, unless I forget. <laughs> and if you want some free study materials, I usually don't forget. You can go to another71.com forward slash free and you'll get uh, free sections on the Ninja book, Ninja MCQ trial, Ninja notes demo, Ninja audio, and uh, some free access to the dojo i think it's like three three days access to the dojo um message boards and um and uh i think you'll like it or love it and uh thank you john and and uh can you give me an amazon gift card <laughs> maybe <laughs> tune in next time all right thank you everyone be good take care and i will talk to you soon